Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Big Blue Insider is on. News Radio 630 WLAP and the iHeartRadio app. To interact with the show, call us at 859-280-2287. That's 859-280-CATS. Or you can tweet us at BigBlueInsider1. Now, here's Dick Gabriel. Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider. We have been talking a lot of football, of course, this year, but through the offseason because there's a lot going on. There always is, especially when you have a program that is doing pretty well. Generally, the news is good. And in order to help us break down some of that, we've talked to a lot of folks, and I thought we would turn to one of our favorites, Cash Daniel. You hear him on this radio station. You see him on WKYT. We will shamelessly plug his segments here in just a moment. But first of all, uh, how you doing, young man? Oh, man, I'm doing great. Always good to get on here and talk with you, Dick. So thank you for having me again today. And your favorite football team with another 10-win season, man. you got to be busting at the seams, I would think. Oh, man, I'm just beyond happy uh, for Coach Stoops and the boys in this program. I'm, what, what I'm really most happy for, though, Dick, is I'm happy for the fans because I know that the Big Blue Nation has been dying for a consistent SEC football program, and I believe Mark Stoops and the Kentucky Wildcats have delivered that to the fans. So shout out to the Big Blue Nation. You guys were awesome this year. You guys showed out in Orlando, and Blue definitely got in. So big shout out to you guys. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're standing on your shoulders. And, in fact, you were a, a senior in 2019, and uh, so you knew success at Kentucky. And I think I asked you this once in a press conference. You, as a player, knew nothing but bowl games, which is pretty amazing when you think about the history of Kentucky football. So I want to know, you clearly saw this coming. When you were being recruited, you know, a U.S. Army All-American, Mr. Football Kentucky, Gatorade player, the, all that stuff, could have gone a lot of places. What did you see ahead of you that was happening in Lexington and made you want to sign on? Be quite honest with you, Dick. I literally saw the vision that Coach Stoops uh, portrayed for me. You know, when I would go there on my visits, and, you know, and he would talk about, the plans that he has for Kentucky football in its future. And back then, in those days, I mean, those weren't the days when we were going to bowl games. Like you said, I mean, those are the days when we were, you know, uh, two and ten, uh, three-win three season, four-win season. Um, so, you know, there wasn't a whole lot for me to physically look at and say, okay, yes, we have established this kind of success over the years. But really, like I said, Dick, the vision that Coach Stoops and the passion that he had behind it, the guys that he continued to bring in through recruiting classes, uh, through coaching uh, staff hirings and, and different things like that. You know, it just shows that Coach Stoops has really bought into this program and to this university. And, uh, you know, the guys that were in my class, like Landon Young, like Drake Jackson, Devontae Robinson, it was all really about being from Kentucky and, you know, putting this thing on our back and making it a hometown thing, man. And, and uh, you know, it was the best decision of my life. I'm forever thankful for Coach Stoops and uh, Mitch Barnhart and anybody that gave me a chance to play here. But once they got here, and you're included, you got better. And evaluating talent is one thing, but developing that talent, taking guys. You, you mentioned some guys who had pretty high profiles. 
but they've also had kids who came here weren't quite as highly touted and still excelled. What happens on those practice fields that enables Kentucky to develop so well as a team? The thing about it is, Dick, it's not just the practice field. It's the entire culture over at that facility and what Coach Stoops has brought to us. Uh, you know, when we first got on there in, uh, in the spring of 2016, you know, a standard was set that has been met every single day and has been up year after year after year. And so really it was more of a mindset of, you know, you, you can be a four or five-star player. Like, that's great. But we want to get guys in here that are really bought into the program, bought in with their teammates, and bought into the vision that Coach Stoops bestowed upon us. And, you know, one guy in particular that comes to mind, you know, would have to be Josh Allen. I mean, oh. you look at what he's done. Uh, the two-star recruit, I mean, he only had one Division one offer come out of high school. Um, and when I first got here, Dick, you know, me and Josh used to – it was me, Josh, and Chris Westry. And we would always try to get a, an extra lift in or something like that over at the old Nutter facility before we moved to our um, new spaceship-type facility over <laughs> there that we have now. Um, and so I still have this picture of me, Chris, and Josh Allen. And I was should have still been in high school, and I was bigger than Josh Allen at one point, folks. Yes, I know that's hard to believe, but wow. you know, I was uh, I was pumping iron a little bit more than Josh Allen. But you see what he did as a player. He bought in to Coach Ed and Coach Hill in the strength program. He bought in to Coach White and Coach Stoops and Coach House of what they had set for him as a player. He bought into the nutrition program. He bought into everything. And you see, not only did he change physically, but he became more of a mature player. And that's why you've seen the success that he has. And then, you know, that's the ultimate example of recruit and development for the University of Kentucky is, you know, is Josh Allen. And there's plenty of other guys that I could go on down the line and talk about forever. But, you know, that's just the one guy that stuck out in my mind. And because this is going so well, you've got guys who have the option of leaving now and preparing for the NFL draft. But you also have guys who are coming back, a lot of guys coming back. Uh, how surprised are you, Cash? And I know the NIL has got something to do with this. But not everything. Guys who come back, no. they, they cite unfinished business, uh, you know, even though they won 10 games. But like Jacquez Jones didn't finish the way he wanted to. DeAndre Square was hurt. And we'll, we'll talk about him in a moment. What a warrior. But people coming back and, and want to play again for Kentucky. It's an unbelievable opportunity, Dick. I mean, if I had the opportunity to come back, trust me, uh, I would definitely be coming back. Unless you're a guaranteed you know, first-round draft pick in, let's say, Darren Kennard, or Darren Kennard's shoes, you know, unless you are a highly touted NFL draft prospect or you know you're going to get drafted in the first two rounds, you know, for me, it's a business decision to come back. And also, for me, it would mean something for me to come back and play for the state of Kentucky one more time. You know, I mean, there's this, this program and these fans and this state, you know, there's finally a buzz about Kentucky football, and I think that that is what is more attracting these kids to come back is saying, hey, you know, this is something special that we have here. And just because uh, maybe I'm not, I didn't want the season to end that I wanted to, maybe I had a couple nicks and bruises that, you know, caused me to not be able to play to my full potential out there. Um, and so it's a great opportunity for these guys to come back and get one more extra year to put that extra tape out there for the NFL scouts and hopefully, you know, make some serious money after this year. But it's great to see basically our entire defense coming back. And you talked about Jaquez Jones and DeAndre Square coming back, two veteran SEC linebackers who is definitely going to play a huge pivot into this defense coming up this year. And so I'm beyond excited that guys are coming back because this is how you build a sustainable SEC program, Dick. And I try to tell this to people all the time. It's like, well, how is the Georgias and the Alabamas so good? It's because year in and year out, they can pick from the apple tree 
of players that have been there in the program for so long and also are the most highly talented. It's just like picking apples from an apple tree. And so I think that being able to have these kids to come back and stay, you now look at this recruiting class that's coming in this year, you can basically redshirt every single one of those kids if you wanted to. And that gives you so much ammo in in the armory that, you know, when DeAndre Square and Jaquez Jones and these other guys do leave next year, these guys are already one year in the program that came in this year's freshmen. You know, they've been in the weight room with Coach Hill. They've transformed their bodies. They understand the dynamic shift from high school football to SEC football. And so going into two years from now, those kids that were redshirted are now highly talented. They know the playbook. They know the system. And that's how you go out there and win competitively and win games year in and year out. We're talking with Cash Daniel, former Kentucky linebacker, and I say former, but I, I know a lot of guys who played linebacker. Cash, you guys remain linebacker. You're always going to be a linebacker, at least mentally, Absolutely. emotionally. That said, what was going on inside of you when you saw DeAndre Square limp back out there at the Citrus Bowl and not only play but make the game clinching defensive stop? Dick, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I, uh, I, I almost – I shed a few tears when I saw DeAndre make that play. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'll be honest with you, man. It was, it was beautiful, and it was so sentimental, and it was it was almost literally like a movie. I've, I've tried to describe this to other people. Um, you know, seeing DeAndre walk off the field, I could see the sadness and the pain in his face when he was walking off that field and knowing that it's probably, it could be or more than likely the last time that he got to play with that group. And um, he came back out. You know, he saw some things were slipping. And uh, like I said, uh, it's like one of those uh, motivational moments in a movie where the uh, the motivational music starts creeping in the background, and DeAndre <laughs> says, "You know what? I'm I, I'm not done. I'm going back there and playing out for my boys." And to to see him make that play, because I've, I've told people this too, like during timeouts and during things like that, when the game wasn't going on, I could literally look out there and visualize and see plays that were made in the 18 game. I can see Lonnie getting that pick uh, late in the fourth quarter. I can see Josh sacking Trace McSorley. I can see Chris Oates scooping up that ball at the end of the game yeah. to steal the game for us and to see DeAndre go out there and make the game-winning play to steal the deal for us. Um, you know, that's the first thing that popped in my mind was that Chris made that play as well to end the game for us in 18. And so those are two of my brothers. Those are two guys that I love to death, um, would literally do anything in this world for. And uh, to see DeAndre go out there and perform the way he did under those kind of circumstances just shows that, he is a warrior, Dick, and um, you know that that needs to be something that's talked about a lot because nowadays people are talking about well, if he's hurt, he shouldn't be out there playing. He could, he could hurt his team, and you know me as as, any, as better as anybody else. Like I was always hurt, yeah. so that was never a thing that I was ever worried about was hurting my team. I was always out there to try to do something for my team, no matter if I can breathe, if I got a heartbeat, I can walk <laughs> and I can play. And so I think DeAndre has that kind of same mentality and. Uh, like you said, man, that linebacker mentality just never goes away. We're always high energy. We're always ready to roll and ready to thump at any time. So very proud of DeAndre, his performance there at the Citrus Bowl. Well, and, you know, as he limped off that field, there came a point, and I wrote about this for the Big Blue Insider website, he couldn't walk anymore. He had to be literally carried into the trainer's room. And I don't mean guys under his arms and, you know, limping on one leg. They picked him up like a warrior on his shield and carried him to that trainer's room. So – that was a startling sight. I got to see being in the in the hallway interviewing players after that. But uh, they, so they win, and, and now Cash, uh, going back to your first year, 2016, uh, bowl games have become a regular part of the schedule. You just mentioned Georgia and Alabama, and I think Kentucky fans now are wise to the fact 
that those games mean so many more extra practices. Big picture, how vital is that to the continued success of Kentucky football to get all those extra workouts with the veterans and the young guys? Well, I mean, it's like you said, Dick, when you, if you put us in the same situation back, let's say 2015 entering 2016, for the past couple of years there at that program, those players, the only thing they knew is, okay, we're going to be done once we play Louisville. So we got all of December, all of January, February, then we have spring ball in March. And to have these 15 extra practices now to where we are as a program, it's huge for this program, Dick. I mean, that is just extra reps, especially for the young guys. Um, you know, the thing, the thing about Coach Stoops with these practices is that, God, I've said this on multiple occasions, Coach Stoops is probably one of the best coaches, if not the best coach in college football in general, of respecting his players' time, especially guys that have been playing a lot throughout the season, so mainly your starters and guys that are rotating in on the back half. Uh, guys are beat up, Dick. I mean, this time of the year they're really beat up, and, you know, it, it takes a toll on you mentally. You know, sometimes you can get mentally burned out of different things like that, but they know what the end goal is. They know that this game is important. They know that 10 wins is huge for the program, and it's a great step in that direction to getting to Atlanta. Um, And so I think these 15 extra practices, like I said, especially for the young guys and then for the older guys that have been playing, it gives them, you know, more chances to get, like, active recovery, you know, going out there and actually getting some reps but not absolutely killing themselves uh, at the same time. So, to prolong the success of Kentucky football, these 15 extra practices do mean a lot because if you think about it, I mean, that's almost like half of a spring ball schedule uh, in terms oh, yeah. of uh, in terms of scheduling because we only go three days a week during the spring. So it's almost like an extra spring practice uh, type deal. And uh, it's like anything, man. You know, you get the more reps you get at it, the better you're going to get. And so Kentucky going these bowl games, you know, year in and year out now is doing nothing but prolonging the success of this program. And, now that bowl games have become a standard, it is now shifting to where the standard is to beat Georgia and get to Atlanta. Yeah. And not only get to Atlanta, but to win in Atlanta. So, And that's great. That is, that is what the expectation needs to be, not only from the coaches and the players, but the fans as well. Because, I mean, we know that you want a successful football team. We know that you want an SEC championship. And other than basketball, and uh, volleyball and different things like that. We know you won an SEC football championship, and I know that Coach Stoops, that staff, and those players are going to, are going to die trying getting uh, getting an SEC championship for the Big Blue Nation. Cash Daniel, my guest, former UK linebacker, played in 51 games, started in 23 of them. He missed only one game with injury, finished up with 168 career tackles, had four career double-figure tackle games, He was part of a senior class that won 32 games over the last four years, most wins for UK in a four-year span since 49 through 52. That's when Bear Bryant, of course, was coaching at Kentucky. And we're back with more in a minute here on 630 WLAP. A new year. Omicron. The supply chain. Families who are struggling. Violent crime. Socialism. Is always a news year. A new bill. Make inflation worse. New COVID variant. New challenge. New journey. In the new year. News Radio 630. WLAP. I had no idea buying a big screen meant everybody comes to my house for game night. And what do they bring? Chips. If it weren't for Boone's Butcher Shop, I'd be broke trying to feed them all. All right, let's see. Should I go for the pick five or get a meat bundle? Maybe one of Boone's freezer baskets so many options i'm going for the cookout special bundle now over to the deli for some cheese grab some marinade i love boone's butcher shop they've got it all boone's butcher shop top quality meats for less 100 old bloomfield pike bardstown online at boonesbutchershop.com 
For the health and safety of everyone, people are staying in their homes now more than ever before. It's also important that the air inside our home is as clean and pure as possible. The professionals at Atmosphere Air Quality are here for you. Whether it's duct cleaning to combat allergies, AC coil cleaning, even carpet cleaning and deodorizing, residential or commercial, call them today to set up a free video inspection of your air ducts. 388-4424. 388-4424. Atmosphere Air Quality the experts we all know the importance of nutrition and diet for a healthy lifestyle we also know that dairy foods deliver great nutrition and value that's reason enough why kentucky families choose prairie-owned prairie farms dairy products like our two complete lines of delightful creamy prairie farms yogurt flavors fat free or low fat both fit neatly under 100 calories per serving farm fresh quality from our family to yours farmer owned prairie farms i'm barney miller How does this sound? Getting ready to entertain? Push a button on the wall. Your lights adjust. Shades go down. TV displays artwork and your favorite music plays throughout your home, even out back. How much time would it take you to complete all that without automation? Stop by our showroom for a tech tour. Let us make your life easier. Barney Miller's. Free parking at our back door. It costs less to do it right the first time. bugs in your house? Call IPM. This is Matt Schaefer with IPM Pest and Termite. If you don't like pests in your home, we recommend our exterior quarterly maintenance service. We come out, treat the exterior, and keep the pest out before they have a chance to get in. We have technicians that are certified that you can trust and, and would be comfortable to have in your home. You can always find out more by going to myipm.com. Call us at 271-8852. There's an app for everything. And I bet you have multiple apps on your phone just to order food, get a ride, or even find a date. But we made the iHeartRadio app your all-in-one app. Your favorite music, radio stations, and podcasts together and all for free. Listen to your favorite radio station anywhere you want. Plus all your favorite music and just about every podcast in the world all in one place with one touch. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. iHeartRadio. Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. This is the home of the Wildcats, 630 WLAP. We're talking with Cash Daniel, former Kentucky linebacker who is now a TV and radio guy when he's not fishing. Uh, and, yeah. And by the way, uh, I didn't know that uh, that your folks were such great athletes as well. Looking at your, your personal by your dad played baseball and basketball at East Tennessee. Your mom is in the Betsy Lane High School Hall of Fame for basketball. Uh, and your dad was a former pro bass fisherman, so you yep. come you come by that honestly, I know. But uh, let me th- before I talk to you about that, uh, you have a segment running each week on Everyday Kentucky on WKYT, where you are interacting with young people. For those of you who haven't seen that, uh, Cash, tell everybody about what you're doing there. Yeah, I mean it's a great opportunity that uh, that is being sponsored by my great friends over at the University of Texas Federal Credit Union. I know that everybody's probably tired of seeing those continued over and over commercials that we have and <laughs> uh, that we shot over the years. I know it's about time to get a new one out there for you guys, so I'm pushing for that. Uh, but it's a great opportunity for me, Dick. Like you said, these past couple of years uh, transitioning from the athlete life to uh, to being a regular civilian. You know, one thing that I always uh, loved doing was being on camera and talking to guys like you and talking to the media. And uh, so Everyday Kentucky has given me an opportunity at WKYT to have my own segment called Off the Bench, where 
we interview college and high school athletes around the central Kentucky area talking about their sport, obviously, but we're also we're mainly highlighting what they do off the field or off the bench that is unique, whether that be serving their community, uh, helping and serving others, you know, just to show a different side of the athlete that people don't get to see a lot because, you know, when you're a highly touted athlete like that, you know, that's basically on, that's the only way people look at you as they don't look at the human being. They don't look at the great things you do outside of, outside of your sport. And so we want to highlight the human being side of the athlete and show the people that, you know, there's more to it than just a Jersey. So it's a great thing. You can catch it every week on WKYT, like you said, on everyday Kentucky. And, uh, you know, just like anything, Dick, you know, we're getting better with reps. So I need a lot more reps to get even better. We're getting there, though. Yeah, TV's a different animal. I know that from uh, a few years spent in that medium. But uh, are you getting more comfortable with it, do you feel? Oh, absolutely. Like I said, uh, I told you before we got on here, we just wrapped up uh, a couple interviews over at Henry Clay High School. And then uh, I'm actually eating lunch right now. And then i got to head over to Tate's Creek and do two more interviews. But, yeah, the more you do it, the more comfortable you become with it. Uh, just like playing linebacker, man. You know, you got to go out there. You got to understand cover three. You got to understand cover four. <laughs> you got to understand uh, where the rotation help is. You got to slide guys. So the more you the more you do that, you know, the better you want to be, the more comfortable and confident you're going to be uh, in your job. So it's a great opportunity. I couldn't be more thankful for it. How did you come up with, or who came up with the idea? Because yeah, this you know the the off the field, away from the arena stories, oftentimes are every bit as interesting or more than what happens during a game. Absolutely. I mean, it's that it shows the human being side of the athlete, and not just what people are solely focused on knowing that person as you know being a, a volleyball player or being a baseball player, or a football player. No, they're not just athletes. They have lives outside of their sports. They do extracurricular activities. They help in the community. They serve others. So you know, we want to highlight that rather than because we know that the athletes get highlighted for things they do on the court or on the field. So. We want to be able to shine a light on things that they do that is uh, that maybe doesn't get that maybe doesn't get a lot of light shined on, um, you know, throughout their career. Have you run into any of these young people who also like to fish for bass? Uh, I've ran into a couple, and we have a couple coming up. Uh, I believe they are down at Pulaski County High School. They're uh, three football players that started their own YouTube channel about hunting and fishing. Oh, yes. if, if I knew if I knew the name of it, I would plug it in there. So sorry, boys. Uh, I can't wait to get down there and interview those guys. But yeah, there's been a couple. There's been a couple people that I interviewed from George Rogers Clark uh, that likes to hunt and fish. And so we've it's been it's been a natural conversation. It's not like one of those things where you see like a fake media personality out there, you know, yeah. trying to come up with questions or anything like that. No, this is a legit, authentic conversation that I'm having with these kids because it makes them feel comfortable, and we get the best answers out of it because everybody appreciates authenticity. Absolutely. So that's what we're that's what we're striving for. Cash, always a pleasure. Don't be a stranger. And again, everybody, everyday Kentucky once a week with Cash Daniel off the bench segment. Thank you so much and we'll talk to you soon, I hope. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You can have me on here anytime, man. I appreciate it. If you have a great rest of your day, brother. That's Cash Daniel, and we're back with more of the Big Blue Insider in just a minute here on six thirty WLAP. This is what's happening. The Supreme Court's decision on the OSHA mandate. On WLAP. It's a big loss for President Biden. People should get vaccinated, but President Biden should not be able to force them to do it. The Supreme Court agrees. Get the latest update. They want to get rid of the filibuster. I will not support. I don't know whether we can get this done. Check in two, three, four times today. Russia. The situation is so dangerous. This. The drumbeat of war is sounding loud. It's News Radio 630. WLAP. 
With over six decades of experience supplying some of our favorite Kentucky restaurants, Seaworth Superstore is one of the most respected names in the industry. But don't take my word for it. Let our happy customers tell you themselves. Hello, this is Rod Jones at Rodney's on Broadway, Georgetown, Kentucky. Seaworth has helped me in several ways with new equipment, used equipment, and they just let you know what's going on in the restaurant field as far as what helps you out. I'm Rexanne Sarkeesian with Giuseppe's Ristorante Italiano. Seaworth is ready to handle Giuseppe's needs on a moment's notice. Customers are so important to us at Giuseppe's, and we feel that important to Seaworth. My name is Johnny Cox. I'm one of the owners of the Sidebar. You know, online you have no idea what you're going to get. You go to Seaworth. If it's not exactly what you want, they will get what you want. Seaworth Superstore, 269-5964 or online anytime at SeaworthSuperstore.com. For over 30 years, Northside Family RV has been Kentucky's number one RV dealer. We stock over 300 new and used RVs. Come see America's top brands like Tiffin, Jayco, Keystone, Forest River, Grand Design, and Winnebago. Don't miss out on our model year closeout sale going on now. Come in now and save thousands. Located at the corner of North Broadway and New Circle Road in Lexington, call us at 859-299-8386 or visit online at northsiderv's.com. Go Cats! The Biden administration is gearing up to give away hundreds of thousands of free at-home COVID-19 test kits. Starting Wednesday, January 19th, Americans can order four test kits per household. They should be shipped within 7 to 12 days of ordering. The Health and Human Services Secretary is extending the COVID public health emergency. Javier Becerra extended the declaration another 90 days on Friday, allowing many public health protections and financial aid programs to go on for at least another three months. A new report says top health officials in the Biden administration are at odds about distributing high-quality masks to Americans. Lisa Taylor has more. NBC News reports Surgeon General Vivek Murthy has pushed for a plan to widely give out N95 masks amid the latest surge due to the Omicron variant. However, CDC officials weren't on board with that idea, which included mailing one out. They were advocating for the agency to recommend that folks opt for a surgical mask. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky said this week any mask is preferable to no mask at all. She adds it needed to be well-fitting. Wall Street is mixed to end the week as bank stocks slid. The Dow Jones lost 201 points to close at 35,911. The S&P 500 added three points to 4,662. There are new updates in the many lawsuits against a prominent South Carolina attorney. Rebecca Hubbard reports. The Supreme Court of South Carolina dismissed an appeal submitted on behalf of disgraced Hampton County attorney Alex Murdoch seeking the court's intervention in setting his bond. Since being denied bond in November, Murdoch has been indicted on a slew of charges. Despite the rumors, it looks like Pete Davidson is not hosting the 2022 Academy Awards. Variety reports they've confirmed with multiple sources that Davidson will not host the Oscars. However, an insider said there was an informal discussion about the possibility between the Academy and the Saturday Night Live stars team. I'm Brian Shook. We've got a winter storm watch that is out for the Lexington area south and east as we go into Sunday and Sunday night. All eyes on that developing winter storm that may bring several inches of snow to the region in the short term. Can't rule out a few flakes overnight temperatures into the 20s. Mix of sun and some clouds around on Saturday. A period of some light snow is possible. Shouldn't be a big, big deal then. 
Some rounds of heavy snow will develop as we go into Sunday, especially into the afternoon and evening. Could put down several inches, causing travel difficulties and more light snow into the day on Monday. Keep a weather eye out from the WKYT First Alert Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chris Bailey. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the Red State Barbecue Studios. This is News Radio 630 WLAP. I'm Barney Miller. How does this sound? Getting ready to entertain? Push a button on the wall. Your lights adjust. Shades go down. TV displays artwork and your favorite music plays throughout your home. Even out back. How much time would it take you to complete all that without automation? Stop by our showroom for a tech tour. Let us make your life easier. Barney Miller's. Free parking at our back door. It costs less to do it right the first time. Hey guys, game's on! Whether you're cheering on the Wildcats from the stands or from your den... Go Cats! Dude, you spilled the nachos. Kentucky Utilities is there with you, delivering safe and reliable energy you can count on. But power isn't the only thing we provide. With KU, you can take advantage of convenient, time-saving services like our online outage map, paperless billing, and auto pay. So while the cat's energies go to serving up wins, at KU, our energies go to serving you. You're listening to Big Blue Insider with Dick Gabriel on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider. It is Friday. Ordinarily, we talked to my West End Bureau Chief earlier in the week, but uh, scheduling being what it was, Gary Moore joins us now. Gary, a longtime radio veteran at KLOS Radio in Los Angeles, covered a ton of major sporting events out there, but is now back in L.A., the Louisville area. So he is still joining us as our West End, other entity of I-64 Bureau Chief. And we get together each week to talk sports. Uh, we call it our two men in a six pack to be followed up by our hot reads. Uh, and you've got another lo- loaded to coin a phrase six pack this week. No end of things to talk about, starting with uh, the blue and the orange tomorrow. Right. The big I-75 border rivalry, what do you want to call it, resumes at Rupp Arena tomorrow at one o'clock. I always like doing that. Remember how they used to do Rick Patino? Yep. Forget who the announcer was for that at, at the arena, but that was Doug always Bruce. Num- Doug Bruce, number 18, Kentucky, number 22, Tennessee. Uh, after dismantling one Tennessee team Tuesday, Dick, the cats look to do the same Saturday and they're going to do it. You know why? I'll tell you why Dick cats have superior talent. They're playing superior ball. They got superior coaching. We already had a superior fan base, superior colors and a superior team song. Did I need to go on? Oh, Tennessee's already flunked their first two sec road games at Bama and LSU. Number three will be tomorrow at, one o'clock you don't fear the tennessee defense ranked uh, by one metric second in the country and the fact that they've got much better bigs than vanderbilt no because i like how the guys are responding um you know and i and i thought the you know especially with down at lsu at baton rouge that was obviously a winnable game if it hadn't been for a a couple of things and and i like i like how ty ty is is really rising to the to the challenge of all this uh, you know, Tennessee is really good on, on a lot of defensive fronts. They're think, I think they're third in the SEC in steals, uh, which is something to be careful when they're, you know, you're driving inside. But I'm not really worried about it. I, I, I like the Cats in this a lot. Uh, that's not the only Kentucky-Tennessee rivalry, though, Mr. Mr. Grew Up in the Ohio Valley. <laughs> that's right. Well, you know, as somebody who grew up eight miles from the Tennessee border in Murray, uh, we, we learned to kind of not favor a lot of things from the volunteer state. 
there's another great rivalry uh, coming up tomorrow. Murray State travels to Nashville to take on Belmont. Uh, both of them are, uh, they're tied for, we're in a three-way tie actually for first in the OVC. Both of them are 2-0 and o, as is Moorhead. This is the best rivalry in the OVC and, and soon to be in the Missouri Valley Conference. What's your take on Murray following Belmont to the Missouri Valley Conference? I, I hate all the shifting. I understand why it's being done, you know, and I know I'm, I'm you know, demographically an old fogey. But I'm like you, man. I grew up following the OVC. I mean, I followed the SEC, of course, and whatever conference Louisville was in at the time, which at first was the Missouri Valley, then right. the Metro and all that. But uh, I love the OVC, and I thought it was great uh, for those teams with, with modest budgets. Uh, they didn't have to be jetting everywhere. And then suddenly Western Kentucky, your alma mater, leaves and has to jet everywhere for the Sun Belt. I just I don't get it, but I know it always comes back to money. So you got to do us, and, and by that you're doing what's best for the athletes. But uh, I, I do hate the fact that they're leaving. Uh, the most famous alum of Murray State had one of the greatest block shots literally in the history of the NBA the other night, John Moran. I know you've seen that more than once. Yes, yeah, I, I did. I did. I have to say, I did rewind that a couple of times. Just kind of go, did that really happen? That's our third. Uh, that's our third bottle here in the six pack. You might say. Uh, former racer having a, a must-see and, and really MVP type of season down in the 901. And we're bringing this up because uh, earlier this week, former point guard himself and current Portland coach Chauncey Billups said, quote, as somebody that played that position, I think Kyrie Irving's the most skilled player that's ever played that position, unquote, Chauncey Billups. Dick, as somebody who has also played that position in grade school, middle school, high school, and college intramurals, I think Kyrie's not even the best point guard now, <laughs> much less NBA history. John ja Morant is the best and most skilled point guard on planet Earth right now. Magic Johnson would get my vote as the all-time yes. greatest point guard yes. uh, that I ever saw play on a consistent basis. I've saw some, you know, I've seen a little bit of Oscar Robertson. You could make a case anytime that LeBron James played point guard because he's played about every other position, that would be one too. But consistently, Magic Johnson would make guys open that never knew they were going to be open. <laughs> yeah. Kyrie Irving, terrific talent. He's yep. got a ring. Uh, ja, I think will someday, but I'm with you. And I don't think it's recency bias either. I think maybe Kyrie was a couple, three years ago, but people, because he plays in Memphis and again, everybody's on TV, but if he was on one of those teams that every weekend is playing a prime game, on uh, on TNT or on ESPN, I think people would see that in John Morant. Number four on our six pack, Dick. The only country club sport I've ever been halfway decent in is tennis. Uh, I still love it, although guys like Novak Djokovic helped me like the sport just a little bit less. <laughs> uh, we've had the draw for the Australian Open. Uh, he's been, which is by the way, the, always the first Grand Slam event, right? Taking off a year, one of the hardest too. Yeah, it is. And they just had like, what, 50 Celsius somewhere in record hot temperature in, in yeah. Australia, the hottest day ever. So the weather's always a factor down there. Well, the uh, noted anti-vaxxer Djokovic is the number one seed. Oh, and by the way, he lied about his activity while he tested positive. So there's a lot of uproar in that. If you read the room, if you read the uh, how people feel in Australia that have been locked up longer than any other country, 
how they feel about this, that there's really some raw feelings toward him, and they're not even tennis people, just from a humanity standpoint. If you were Australia's immigration minister, would you cancel his visa? Yes, I would. Um, I, I realize that he's a big name, and this is the biggest event in terms of international profile for that country. It's not the biggest deal in that country. They still love their rugby, their soccer and all. But, you know, the world is watching Australia during this tennis event. And I, so it's, it's vital. There's no question about it. But the safety of your people is more vital. And we can't relate as Americans because obviously we don't live on an island, and which is what Australia is. And so they have greater challenges when it comes to dealing with COVID. And I'll tell you right up front, I'm a Vax guy. I'm a booster guy. I've lost a relative to COVID. I had it. And at one point I wondered, you know, will I be in the hospital? Will I have to say goodbye to my kids? I mean, that's how bad it was. So yeah, that's the side of the street that I'm on. But you asked me a specific question about if I were in charge here. And I would say, yes, I said, you cannot put one person's needs, especially somebody Gary, who lies about it? If you feel that strongly about vaccinations, and you know, if you're an Aaron Rodgers type of person, at least he's up front about he he did lie about it, Rodgers did, but not to this extent, not to putting people in danger. Everybody in the Packers building knew about Aaron Rodgers' status when it came to COVID and the vax. You can't say the same about this guy. So yeah, he's out. If I'm in charge, see you next year, maybe. Uh, I'll second you on that. He comes from a country that is having a lot of problems, uh, mistrust in the government. Uh, there's a lot of skepticism about the vaccine. Oh, so I guess you're not skeptical about all these millions of people that are dying. Okay. Yep. Serbia has had a problem with that for a long time. And so he's just like the, the, uh, the, the most familiar face dealing with that from that country. Exactly. I've been to Australia once. Uh, I loved it. I look forward to going back down there. The people are great. People are very uh, supportive of each other. Um, you know, I, th I think it's that feeling of being kind of isolated down at the bottom of the world in a sense. That's, but it's a great, great place. I would, I would, my third grade teacher told me, if you ever get a chance to go somewhere in the world, go to Australia. Really? And so about 40 something, 50 years later, finally got a chance to do it. And I can see what she was talking about. It's a wow. wonderful part of the world. The people are fantastic. And I'm behind them 100%. You know, they've cooperated. Then you have this guy coming in. You're going to have to, if you're the minister, you're going to have to live with your people right. every day after right. this decision. My brother's been to Australia, raved about it. That's on my bucket list. I just don't know when, if ever, I'm going to get there because of COVID. Uh, fifth, our fifth bottle, we're almost through our six pack. The NFL, the NFL why not? Because it's oh, a man. playoff time great time of the year and so many of these games are often better than the super bowl itself the nfl ratings let's go back a little bit to the year uh you probably saw this the ratings are up 10 percent over last season that's about 17 a little over 17 million average uh viewers per game that's the highest in six years and 10 of the most watched nfl games were with the cowboys uh oh i'm sorry of the 10 most watched nfl games the top four were all Cowboy games, all of those losses, by the way. So people are either looking to see, make sure that they were going to lose the glasses half empty for some people <laughs> or win at the other. So this was the thing that really struck out, stuck out to me. Overall, 75 of the top 100 TV shows this past year, that includes everything, your sitcoms, 
scripted dramas, et cetera. 75 of the top 100 shows were NFL games. And then you had seven others in that top 100 that were college games. So 82% of the top television shows for 2021 had to deal with football. And Dabo Sweeney still says it's in a dark place. Yeah, yeah he's in a dark place because other people are blowing past him. Uh, whenever there's a question about the NFL with regard to scheduling, why do we have more games? Why is this game on TV on this day, on that day? The answer is always TV ratings. And you have to go back to Pete Rozelle and say thank you if you're the NFL. He, he jumped on that, Gary, in the early 60s mm-hmm. before you were around. And when I was a toddler, I think, or at least just a young kid, uh, he knew TV was where it's at. And it, clearly it is now. And now we've got a Monday night playoff game, a, a wild card playoff game for the first time. What kind of numbers do you think that'll get? And it might be the best game as we work into our, our sixth and final bottle of our six pack. That's it. Six pack of NFL playoff games, uh, Dick. Uh, need your picks on these up first tomorrow. Raiders, five and a half point underdogs at the Bengals up first. And then you've got the Patriots, four point underdogs uh, in sub zero weather and Buffalo. You want spread or you want winner? Winner. I want, uh, I say Bengals. I say, uh, I say the Bills will win. I think they'll beat Belichick. So I'm going with a home, home team each time. Although a loss, I'd be surprised if the Bengals lost. I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots won. Same here. Uh, Sunday, you've got uh, the Bucks in the first game hosting uh, the Eagles. Their Bucks are eight and a half point favorites at this point. Uh, the Cowboys, after that, three point favorites over the Niners in Dallas. Uh, you've got Sandbagging Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> and the Steelers. <laughs> you heard what he said. Uh, and Kansas yeah. City, uh, they're 12 and a half points underdogs. Well, I tell you, you got to take Tom Terrific. I hate to say it, but I think the Cowboys will beat the Niners. The Cowboys, I can't stand, as everybody who knows me knows. And um, that's why we like you. Yeah. Uh, well, being a Packers fan, you have to, you have to hate the Cowboys. And you know what's interesting about the Chiefs is not do they win, but do they cover? That's a lot of points. It that's is. a lot of points in the NFL. But I'm sorry, Roethlisberger, I was talking yesterday to a friend, reminds me, and you know, the old video clip of Willie Mays falling down in center field, his last year of the Mets. <laughs> that's so sad. so sad. And that's what Roethlisberger reminds me of when yeah. he tries to hit a guy on the sideline and, and, and the ball comes up two yards short. The Chiefs were my AFL favorite team. Chiefs will win, and I think they may blow them out. Monday night, the game you're talking about, you've got the Cardinals who are so good on the road in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium to take on the Rams, uh, the Rams' four-point favorites. At this point, Matthew Stafford, 0-3 in his playoff career. I think he's going to get his first win, Dick. Yeah, he's not been great this year. He's been good. Um, I think that the Rams, we've talked before, uh, had, because of their injuries, got away from running the ball. Uh, and they put too much on his arm, and he's thrown too many picks. Uh, I, you know, I picked the Rams preseason to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, I think they'll win this game. Kyler Murray's been banged up and has not been quite the same, but Arizona has got enough defensively to beat the Rams. Can the Rams keep Kyler Murray in the pocket? I think that'll be a key, but I do like the Rams and you covered some of their games. This has got to be fun for you. Never got to go to the news. I still haven't been to the new stadium. It was still being built by the time that we, you know, moved back, uh, back here to, uh, to Louisville. But uh, you probably saw Matthew Stafford's wife on social media talking about, please fans don't sell 
your season tickets <laughs> to any Arizona fans like they did apparently for the Niners fans, which was according to a friend of mine, he said like 75% of the stadium was Niners fans. Yeah. Which really took, which, you know, even McVay talked about that. He was really surprised about that. That's a, that's, you know, that's a trend in Los Angeles that has happened so many times, especially in orange County. If you ever go to a, a, an, an angels game with the Yankees playing there, the majority of the fans and the same with the Red Sox, uh, the Angels fans are, are in a minority because they always have year for years and years. I don't understand it. Maybe they won't with Otani anymore, but they uh, New Yorkers and Boston people will offer them top dollar for their for their tickets. Sure. And, yeah. and paper the place. Uh, well, it's like Kentucky fans getting in. You know, can you imagine Kentucky fans selling their tickets for Tennessee fans to make Rupp Arena 70 percent Tennessee? Can Not to that extent, that? but I know a lot of Kentucky fans sold their football tickets to Tennessee's people this year. There were really, a ton really? of Tennessee. Yeah, there were a ton of Tennessee people. We'll have our hot reads in a minute here on 630 WLAP. Attention fleet owners. Your vehicles are a traveling advertisement for your business. Keeping them clean and presentable speaks volumes about your business. With winter on its way, protect your investment with Hydrosphere Services, the only call you need to make to keep your fleet looking top-notch. With Hydrosphere, you're getting the best-in-class power washing service with the best-in-class commercial-grade equipment. Visit HydrosphereServices.com and fill out our online service form or call 219-2200. That's 219-2200. So, you're vaccinated, but someone you love isn't. It's time to show them how much you care. Tell them why they should get the shot. Take them to talk to a doctor about it. Take them yourself to get the vaccine before it's too late. If we all get just one person to get vaccinated together, we'll put an end to the pandemic and save so many lives. Get tips on how to have the talk at kycovid19.ky.gov. That's kycovid19.ky.gov. Are you 55 or older and haven't had a colonoscopy? Join a colon cancer screening study and you could earn up to $575. I'll screen. It's a study for a non-invasive way to screen for colon cancer from home. By joining, you can help advance the science of screening. I'll screen too. You'll just need to provide a stool sample and a colonoscopy will be done through your own insurance. Enroll now and screen to help create a better future for all. I'll screen. I'll screen. Let's all screen for colon cancer. Visit ScreeningStudy.com to sign up or learn more. That's ScreeningStudy.com. This is the home of the Wildcats, 630 WLAP. Welcome back. Final segment with Gary Moore, our West End Bureau Chief. This is when we do a couple of hot reads. I will ask you, sir, uh, does John Calipari have a quarterback controversy? He's got a point guard in Ty Ty Washington who's proven admittedly against weaker teams. He can get it done. Severe Wheeler may or may not be back this weekend. Uh, Calipari's got two options, but is it controversial? I don't think it's controversial as long as they win. <laughs> I think that's the only time it ever gets controversial, isn't it? Uh, if if Wheeler comes back and, and then Ty goes to what the two, maybe all will be well in uh, in Big Blue Nation. Um, I think that he's got to be 100% healthy. You know, that, that was a neck strain, right? Yeah. Was, that, was that what they're calling this? Yeah. That's not something that's easily remedied in like a, a week's time or whatever. So I, nope. you know, I would be a hundred percent on that, but a possibility, you know, I, I think, it, I think that Ty Ty can, can ease back into, I think he's that good of a player that can obviously go and I think the Tennessee game is going to be very telling in terms of his point guarding, but I, I think that he can ease back into uh, his regular role. At least that's in my mind. 
Hot read number two, Georgia, Alabama. We know what happened in the championship game this year. What happens next year? Is either or both back? Are they good enough? Is Georgia good enough to defend? Is Alabama good enough to get back to another title game, in your opinion? I'd have to say yes to both of those, uh, depending on – I mean, there, there's going to be some attrition, obviously, on Georgia's defensive front, and Alabama always has attrition. But it's like they just reload. And I think Georgia's in a state now where they know that they've reloaded with some really good people. Uh, Bennett is coming back. As, now, there might be Probably, a quarterback yeah. controversy there yeah. at Georgia. yeah. With the uh, with Daniels and, and Bennett and and I just think that you've got the best probably the best defensive player who'll go number one next year in Anderson with uh, Alabama and of course you've got so great Young coming so back great. at quarterback you've got you've got your best defensive player and you got your obviously the uh, arguably the best offensive player on the other side and a cast of character now, I don't know if if Mechie's going to come back you know we we they're they're probably going to lose Williams uh, to the draft but yeah. you know I haven't heard about what Mechie's going to do there's a you know, a superior target right there, if that's the case. But I definitely think they can be. I think that there's that seems to be a consensus around a lot of other sports people too. That don't be surprised we see these two. Yeah, and the and the way too soon top twenty fives right. have one or the other already ranked number one. So yeah, you're right. It's a bit of a cliche that they reload, but you know why it's a cliche? Because it's true. Uh, they <laughs> recruit right. so well. They're they're generally one of the top three recruiting schools in America. That's going to do it. Our six-pack, our hot read, Gary Moore each week. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. You too. Go Cats. That'll do it as we wrap up the week here on the Big Blue Insider. Thanks to my guest tonight, Gary Moore, Cash Daniel, and Liam Cohen. And remember, it's Kentucky, Tennessee tomorrow on this very radio station. One o'clock tip-off with Tom Leach and Mike Pratt. Then on Sunday, it's Kentucky at Tennessee, the U.K. women. Darren Hedrick on the call. That is a three o'clock tip-off. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.